Well, hello, and welcome back to another podcast episode with Brittany Bundles. You are listening to the Brittany Bundles podcast, where we empower people through entrepreneurship. And today's topic is going to be intentional growth and change in business, plus what it takes to get there. So, so often we start our businesses and we have these goals and we have these visions and these these plans for our business. And when they start to happen, when they start to come, come through, and once we actually obtain those goals, we start to look at the overall process of our business. At least some of us do. We start to look at the overall functionality of our business. We start to look at and also ask questions within ourselves as to, is this what we wanted? And if it is, what can we do to keep it going? And also, what do we want to do next? So with my business, I'm always constantly thinking of ways to invoke growth and also invoke change when necessary. I'm at a place in my life where there have been different things that my heart has been tugged towards, different things that I've wanted to do in the entrepreneurial realm. Not saying that I'm not wanting to do what I'm currently doing, but there's just more things that I'm wanting, I'm wanting to do. And so I've sat down and I've wrote out some different ways of how I can make that actually happen. And then I started thinking about when I did make that happen with the transition from my salon to being primarily full-time online with my business services and products. And so I went back and I looked through some of my thoughts during that process. I watched, rewatched some of my videos and I looked at some of my writings and, you know, I, I just, I, I was so inspired and so motivated to come to this podcast today and talk with you all and share some of the things that I've gone through in relation to growing my business and also changing my business and what it took for me to do that. And that is going to help in this next phase of my life because I'm now in a position again where I'm loving what I'm doing, but I wanna do more. I wanna do some different things too. So we're gonna be talking about that. If you are an entrepreneur or if you know an entrepreneur and you are wanting to stay motivated, inspired, and also have the opportunity to share your story on a podcast, please be sure to share this with anyone that you see uh, would be interested or that you think may be interested. You can share it via social media. You can share it via text message. You can also share it by turning it on when you have your friend or your family member in the car. So without further ado, we're gonna get started with intentional growth and change in business plus what it takes in just a moment. Welcome back to another episode. We're gonna get started in just a moment. So welcome back. So again, we're talking about intentional growth and change in business plus what it takes. Now, the reason that I said intentional is because some things grow and they grow in ways that we're not really wanting them to grow. You know, what you invest time in, what you invest energy in, even sometimes when you're doing it uh, unintentionally, it grows. But we're wanting intentional growth. We're wanting growth that is structured to the well-being of our overall lives. We're wanting growth that's structured to 
our dreams, our goals. We want it, we're wanting growth that's structured and, and layered in value and purpose. And so the first point that I want to point out is clear vision. In order for me to have intentional growth and change in my business, I have to have a clear vision. I have to understand what it is I really want. So sometimes for me, I'll have a thought, you know, I'll have a thought and I'll get really, really excited about it. And it, it'll be uh, later on that I'll go back home or go someplace that's quiet and I'll start writing about that thought or I'll start speaking to myself about that thought. Sometimes I record myself talking just so I can kind of get those ideas out. And I work through those ideas to determine what it is I really want from this idea, what it, what it is I'm, I'm really wanting to bring to life. And so once I get through that process, I'm able to have a clear vision. Sometimes when I'm not able to come to a clear vision, I like to pray about it as well. Lord, please help me see what it is you have for me. Please help me see what it is I'm wanting for myself. Please help me see what it is I need to do to fulfill this purpose of mine. So clear vision, clear vision, having an idea and having, let me say this too, having a clear vision doesn't necessarily mean that you have all of the roadmaps mapped, mapped out as to how you're going to get there. It doesn't necessarily mean that you have all of the answers to all of the questions that you may have or others, because we do know once we're starting things and once we're trying to do different things, you know, you may get questions from others or why or how did you think? And so we may not have all of the answers, but if this is something that you're driven toward doing, we want to make sure that at least our vision is clear. At least we understand what the end goal is and we can see that clearly. This is what I'm wanting. And even with our clear vision, the way that God works is sometimes even what, you know, what we're seeing is not how it's going to end. And that doesn't mean that it's ending bad. Sometimes what we see is a small view of the big, beautiful picture that God has for our life and for our business. So clear vision. That's my first point. That's my first tip that I wanted to start off this podcast with. Have a clear vision. Challenge yourself to really decide and define what it is you want next. A lot of times we get hung up on one goal. We get hung up on one um, um, assignment. We get hung up on one project and we forget about anything else that we have the potential in doing. I'm good at this, so that's what I'm doing for the rest of my life. And although you may be doing this specific thing for the rest of your life, there could be more for you. So a clear vision of what we want and realizing that sometimes we don't have that clear vision for what we want next until we've somewhat reached a certain level with our current project or in the, the, the certain portion or point in our life. So clear vision. Now, the next thing that I want to point out is reevaluation. So for me, I have been reevaluating what I want in my life recently. My business is at a point where I'm, I'm really happy with it. My business is at a point where um, I have prayed for it to be. My business is at a point where I'm really, really, I'm proud. I'm, I'm really proud of myself and I'm proud of the business. However, there's still more things that I want to do. So I'm sitting down now and I'm, I'm looking at my planner and I'm trying to put together different plans and ideas as to how I want to continue with my business, plus add more, plus be able to serve another purpose another plan with the gifts and skills that God's blessed me with. So reevaluation, reevaluate where you're at in your life and have constant check-ins with yourself. Reevaluate what you want because sometimes what you want changes. Sometimes what you have planned for your life changes based on a lot of different things. 
So reevaluate. I remember with the salon, I had to reevaluate what I wanted. I was at a certain position and I had to decide, you know, what do I really want? What I thought I wanted. Not to say I, I don't want it, but it, it's different in reality than it was ideally. So I had to decide and reevaluate what I wanted my next step to be. And that's not a bad thing. So reevaluate. Now I'm at a position where I love what I'm doing. But my time, my time, my time is, I don't want to say limited, but it's already in lots of different things. And so I'm reevaluating how I'm running my business. Do I want to add more hands in my business? Do I need to add more hands? Do I want to restructure how I'm uh, posting? Do I want to change up the tempo of how I post? How do I want to do this? So reevaluation is a crucial point in business. The third point that I wanted to touch on is accommodation. Accommodation. So a lot of times when we're in these positions and we're trying to figure out what we want to do next, you know, you may start off with a business and you're, you know, for example, you're selling hamburgers and then, you know, that's great. You reach all of your goals and you're like, okay, I, I still love doing what I'm doing, but it's time to do more. And so you may go ahead and add in fries with your business, right? And so now you're doing hamburgers and fries and, you know, that's going well too. And then you decide, okay, well, let's do hamburgers, cheeseburgers and fries, right? Let's go ahead and add all of that in. And so now you're doing hamburgers, cheeseburgers, and fries. And you're like, okay, well, why don't I also add in, what do we want to add in? I'm a, I'm a little hungry today. Let's add in ice cream. So now we're doing hamburgers, cheeseburgers, ice cream, and fries. And all of that's running great. But there's something in our heart that has sparked. And now we also want to be able to incorporate helping people get financed or approved for cars, right? So it doesn't necessarily fit in the food area, but it still fits in the overall purpose and plan that you have for your life and the aspect of providing uh, uh, products and being able to reach other people and ultimately uh, serve. But you're, you're, you're kind of, you know, you're, you're getting off work and you're going to the, 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 finance office and then you're going back to you know serving your ice cream and your fries and you know it's 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 at a point where you're feeling like you're juggling now I have talked about different ways to structure your time in a way where you don't feel overwhelmed but the more that you do in business the more that you add to your plate if you're not careful that overwhelming feeling can come back and so in order to combat that overwhelmed feeling, we want to make sure that we have the right accommodations with our business, that we're accommodating everything that we're doing so that we have room and time to do more, to do what we want to do. So accommodation, ask yourself, what is it that you need to make your business run more efficiently? What is it that you could use to make your business run more efficiently? How can I provide more value and how can I add more? How can I free up my time? So accommodation. Accommodation for some people looks like adding in more help. Like I mentioned, more hands. Accommodation to some people looks like um, structuring their time schedule. So instead of doing this, this, and that on Mondays, we're now going to do this, this on Mondays, and we're going to do this, this, and that on Wednesdays. Accommodation can also look like being able to structure a certain part of your business in a different way where you're not completely hands-on, but the job is still being done efficiently.
So accommodation. So asking myself, what is it, Brittany, that you need to make your job, to make your passion, to make your business run more efficiently and effectively? And so I have that list created. So I would recommend to all entrepreneurs out there, create a list, especially if you're in this position where you're like, look, I love what I'm doing, but I'm wanting to do more. I'm wanting to do more, but I'm trying to figure out how I can do more with everything that I'm currently doing. Accommodation. What do you need to accommodate you in the next steps of your entrepreneurial journey? What do you need to accommodate you so that you can bring the other parts of your vision to reality? Now, the fourth point that I want to go over is not guilting your growth. Do you know how many times I have guilted myself? I've made myself feel guilty for growing. And sometimes I didn't even know that I was doing it. It wasn't until I would say maybe a few years ago, I really was able to identify when I was doing that to myself. Brittany, why do you feel guilty for doing this? Why are you feeling guilty for growing? Why are you feeling guilty for wanting something different? Why are you feeling guilty for wanting to try something new? And for, for that feeling, you know, some of us have experienced that feeling and some of us hasn't, haven't. Excuse me, but there are some people that understand exactly where I'm coming from. You know, you, you get a sale. And then your, your one cell transfers or transforms into five cells and then five cells turn into 20. And now you're at a point in your business where it's consistent money and you're full time in entrepreneurship. And again, I don't, don't get sidetracked. We're not, you know, I'm, I'm not promoting the fact that entrepreneurship is all about money. I'm just painting out a scenario here. And so now you're at a position where you're a full time entrepreneur, right? And you have people that have wanted to be an entrepreneur that you know, that want to be able to leave their nine to five. And for some reason, you feel guilty that you're able to live the life that you've wanted at this time, but you know, other people want to. And so, you know, you may find yourself trying to downplay what you do. You may find yourself trying to not take credit for what you've done. You may find yourself even feeling bad sometimes for, what you have accomplished. And I'm here to tell you that this is something that starts in your mind that you really want to pray against. I've had to pray against guilting myself out of opportunities, guilting myself for growing. That's not a way of thinking that I want to accommodate into my everyday life, into my life period. I don't want to feel guilty for growing. So learning how to get rid of the guilt for changing and growing yourself and your business. There are sometimes people may feel guilty for changing and bettering themselves and realizing that a certain activity or certain people that you used to hang out with, not saying that you're just going to, you know, just discard them and cut them off completely, but you're, you're realizing different places in your life for different things and you're realizing what's priority to you. And sometimes that comes with a guilty feeling. Sometimes you may feel guilty for thinking a different way now or not partaking in certain activities or not hanging with certain people. So don't guilt your growth. If you feel in your heart that it is time for you to grow your business or grow yourself in a different way that is going to be shocking to other people or that may even be shocking to yourself or may be unexpected, don't allow that to stop you from doing what it is you are wanting to do, from doing what it is you are called to do. There is a such thing as having more than one assignment, more than one gift, more than one goal, more than one dream. 
So stop guilting your growth if that's something you're doing. And again, the way that I was able to stop guilting my growth and really feel confident and happy with growth is to, I prayed about it. I prayed about it. And I also would write down why I felt these ways or why do I think I'm feeling these ways? And then I spoke truth to myself. I spoke truth. No, you know, no, this, this isn't, this isn't the truth. I shouldn't have to put my life on hold for anyone else. I shouldn't have to downplay my accomplishments to make someone feel better. No, I, I shouldn't have. So speaking truth, not guilting your growth, that's going to be essential in making sure that you're growing, not just yourself, but your business as well. Once my mentality grew, my business grew. We talked about that in our, the first couple episodes on this podcast. So changing our mentality to a growth mentality and also knowing what it takes to do that. For me, it took my strengthening uh, you know, of a relationship with God. And when I say that, so many people, they're like, okay, so you're, you know, you go to church every Sunday now and you're this and you're that. And you don't No, I'm, I'm trying, you know, I'm a work in progress, but it did take a level of relationship with God. It did take a level of accountability and honesty. It did take a level of pulling back some of the things that were keeping me chained to a stagnant life. There are some people that are living stagnant. There's nothing that's changing. There's nothing that's moving. It's just the same thing day after day, year after year. And in order to combat living stagnant, you have to grow. And there are different reasons why people don't grow. Like I said, guilt is just one of them. But there are multiple reasons as to why people don't grow. So when I mentioned intentional growth, when you're growing in a way that is pleasing to yourself and that is beneficial to your overall goal and business, you want to make sure that it's intentional. You want to make sure that it is structured, planned out. Every day I'm doing something to bring me closer to my goal. Every day I wake up with the thought of what do I need to do to get here? And I'm not thinking that to discourage myself. I'm not thinking that to uh, downplay what I've done. I'm not thinking that to constantly keep myself busy, but I'm thinking that so that I can constantly stay focused on my vision, focused on what my plan is, focused on what I need to do to get to where I want to be. So not guilting your growth being excited for growth, being welcoming to growth. Sometimes there are opportunities that will challenge us to grow. And because we're afraid to do that, we dismiss those opportunities. And I know you may be thinking, well, who's afraid to grow? Many people. I've been in certain circumstances where I've been afraid to grow because staying the same is comfortable. Staying the same is safe to a lot of people. It feels safe, but growing feels uncomfortable. Growing is a little... Uh, it could be scary at times. So not guilting your growth. Now, the fifth tip that I wanted to point out is organizing a pathway slash opportunity for change. So we talked about what it takes, you know, that, that was in the title, plus what it takes for intentional growth in business. Well, it takes a, a pathway for that growth to happen, for that opportunity to flow through. Have you ever been in a position where, You've wanted something. For example, let's say you ordered new couches, right? And the couches have arrived. And for some reason, you know, you forgot it slipped your mind. But 
you don't know how to get this couch in your house. You know, the, the front door is too small for this uh, particular couch. The back door really doesn't, it's smaller than the front door. So that's not really going to accommodate this couch. And now you're like, I have, I have these couches right here, right here at my door, the couches that I want, but I don't have a pathway to bring the couches in. I've been there before. So now you're thinking, okay, huh. So you may have to go back and maybe take off the, um, the bottom parts. Uh, I'm going to having a blank for the name of those uh, pieces at the bottom of the couch, some couches. So you may have to go and unscrew those pieces from the bottom of the couch. And, you know, you may have to go ahead and look at maybe taking the front door off the hinges and you may have to look at some windows. Well, huh, can we take it, you know, put, put, turn it this way and bring the couch to the window? You may have to look at some different ways. You may have to look at, you know, not the back door, but maybe the basement. You know, I have a door to my basement. Is that is that door a little bit? So you may have to do some different things to accommodate the new things that you want brought into your life. Now, not saying that, um, you know, you know, you don't want it because it's challenging. You know, you know what you want and it's right there, but there's no way for it to get in at this point. So you're going to have to bring in accommodations or, or make some changes to get that couch in. Kind of the same aspect when we're looking at different opportunities to take action in our life. Have you created a pathway for those opportunities? Have you organized a pathway? Is there a way that these opportunities can come into your life and actually work and, and be sufficient with what you're currently doing? And sometimes the answer is no. Sometimes you have to clear out different things in your life. Sometimes you have to restructure different things in your life. Sometimes you have to think of different pathways, different openings to bring what it is you want in your life. And, and that takes change, which some people aren't willing to do. There'll be some people in that certain scenario like, look, take the couches back. They're, they're, they're not going to, I'm not going to take anything off the bottom of them. I'm not going to try to take this door off the hinge. I'm not even going to call a moving expert. Take them back. It's too much. And there'll be other people that say, you know, I really want this. This is going to be something that's going to provide more comfortability for my back. This is something that's going to make my, my home look more aesthetically pleasing. This is something that's going to be a little bit higher off the ground. So, uh, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to be able to, to, to sit more, a little bit more comfortably. This is not only going to help my back, but it's going to help my, my posture as well. There's just different things. You know, now I can sit my, my cup here instead of having to keep my cup on this, this table, whatever the case may be, you know, everyone has a different reason of why they want different things, but there are going to be different people that are going to be presented with similar opportunities. And because their reactions to the opportunities are different, their lives are going to end up completely different. Not saying one life is good and one life's going to be bad, but just saying that their lives are going to be different. So in order to have change, Along with an open mindset, along with accommodations, we have to have an opportunity, a pathway for the change to come into our life. So if you're looking at growing your business, changing your business, and you're looking at what it takes, you're looking at everything that we talked about today, the one thing that I do want to stick out along with everything that I said is making sure that you're open, you're open to change, you're open to doing something different. Changing, doing something different is not always going to be accepted by your initial thoughts nor anyone else. That's why it's so important to have that relationship with God. That's why it's so important to learn to trust God and also trust what's in your heart so that you can be able to move through life, not only relying on what other people are telling you to do or not to do, not only relying on even what you want to do at that moment, not only relying on what looks good, but you can rely on what God told you. You can rely on the feeling and then also having the confidence to know that 
all things are going to work for my good. So even if I send this couch back, it's not the end for me. It's not the end. I don't have to say, well, I, I'm never going to get a new couch or whoop. I can never get that. But it still can work in your good. It still can work in your favor. Even if you accepted the couch in and now, you know, you got the couch in and the couch isn't what you expected. So you'd be like, you're, you're, you know, you're sitting here, you're like, I've done all this and this is not even what I wanted. Doesn't mean that that's the end for you either. But challenging ourselves to be open and to figure out what it is we want and to actually move on with our life and, and move in a way that we're not fearful, move in a way that we're not guilting ourselves for growing. We're not guilting ourselves for reaching the goals that we've worked hard to do. It's going to be a way that can invoke intentional change in our life, not feeling guilty, knowing that we are going to be okay, reassured in that, having faith and trusting that, and then also being open to the opportunity of change is going to help us be able to, like I said, provoke and welcome intentional change in ourselves and in our business. And with change comes growth. So we don't want to be stagnant. We are wanting to grow. And these are some tips that we just went over that can help us do that. So I really hope that this podcast episode spoke to someone out there. I hope that you got something from this episode. Ultimately, I personally am in a position in my business where I'm wanting to continue to grow. I'm wanting to incorporate some other things in my business and I'm wanting to expand. I'm wanting to grow. Like I said, I'm wanting to reach different heights. I'm wanting to go different places and I'm wanting to also continue the businesses that I've created. And so I'm, I'm at a position where I'm finding ways to do that. And I will definitely keep you all updated on this progress, on this process. And I'm going to be doing more vlogs and just more touching videos on my YouTube channel. So if you are not watching my YouTube channel at Brittany Bundles, I strongly encourage you to do that. Again, it's at youtube.com forward slash Brittany bundles. I do not want the conversation to end like I always say in all the podcast episodes. If you'd like to be a guest on this podcast to share your entrepreneurial perspective, your thoughts, your business journey, as well as your products and or services, please feel free to reach out to me via email. My email address is btalks, that is B-T-A-L-K-S, at yahoo.com. I'm also on social media. I'm on Instagram at Brittany underscore bundles. That is Brittany, B-R-I-T-T-N-E-Y underscore bundles, B-U-N-D-L-E-S. I'm on Facebook, Brittany Bundles, YouTube, Brittany Bundles, and Twitter, Brittany Bundles. Until next time, I'll talk to you all in the next podcast episode.